Hi, my name is Sharon Shimanova, and this is Chai Podcast. Holy mother of God, we made it. The end of season two. How, how is this even real? I'm having trouble. I'm having trouble understanding that this is real. I haven't recorded a solo episode in so long. I am high key feeling shy and inadequate right about now. <laughs> Fun fact, I originally planned for this episode to be the first of the season rather than the last, mainly because I was really hung up on some people's impressions and thoughts after the first season. I have forever been very much a people pleaser. So when I hear that I've offended someone in some way, or I've hurt someone's feelings. I immediately get overwhelmed with guilt and want to apologize or provide some sort of justification, even though I'm actively trying to unlearn those tropes of putting other people before myself to a point of detriment. So at the close of season one, although like I expected some murmurs through the grapevine, I was sadly not surprised by some of the things I had heard during that kind of cool off period between seasons. I don't know if it was like six months or what have you. I am so happy and honored that Chai has been a topic of conversation amongst multiple generations since we aired in August of last year. Nevertheless, I'm excited to take this season's last episode as an opportunity to respond to some of the things that have been said. Over the course of the past 10 months, I've had multiple discussions with family, friends, and acquaintances. We touch on Chai, and naturally, people share some of their opinions or the opinions of others. Some of the things that were said were like, it's a very angry show. You shouldn't have made it so angry and aggressive. Others would say things like, this is our culture, our Baharian culture. We're only trying to maintain it. One of my favorites was, not everyone is like this. You just don't know the right people. Why don't you bring on X or Y? You aren't telling the whole story. Or like you're making it seem like everyone is so traditional or closed-minded. The narrative you're, you're describing just simply isn't true anymore. After hearing some of these things, I, that's when I started to realize that perhaps some things were lost in translation. These misunderstandings did not come as a shock to me, and I had anticipated a similar response for most people who had expressed these concerns. But allow me to clarify. The purpose of Chai Podcasts is to shed light on the stories that we do not hear enough about in our everyday lives. The seemingly mythical folk tales of people in our community who shamelessly present themselves to the world exactly as they are. No filler, no bullshit, no gimmicks or sugarcoating. Those individuals who cherish the Baharian culture for its historic importance on a global level, those who are striving to help the community from within, or like myself, putting the groundwork in for future generations to prevent a similarly jarring experience when they're growing up. I think people don't talk much about how growing up feels because it's really, I mean, like deeply uncomfortable, both talking about it and going through it. When we're little, I think we assume that grownups are these superheroes, right? They don't cry or get emotional. They don't feel worry or anxiety. They are confident and secure and mentally stable. And really, they have it all figured out, or so it seems. But actually getting older and starting the divining decade of my 20s really has just been a never-ending realization that everyone is human, just trying to do their best to get through. Growing up is scary, and growing into yourself and who you are as a human can be exciting, but also can come with 
some pain. I mean, they don't call them growing pains for no reason. I think the only thing that's been certain for me as I get older is my self-awareness and my ability to identify the way I'm feeling and why. But that doesn't make this process any less daunting. And I find myself constantly trying to balance the duality of growing up in larger American New York City society and growing up in the Baharian society, which is a whole other thing. And through my exploration of finding resources, information, books to read, et cetera, I realized obviously that there are ample resources for growing up in that macro society, but there was nothing out there about the coming of age experience for Baharian Jews. So in creating Chai, I longed for a resource that would allow this information to be more accessible, specifically by making it a collective experience for people to come on and share their stories, what it was like for them and the way that they felt through that process because it's harder to do things alone. And there's nothing wrong with admitting that. By providing people with the opportunity to share their stories and come as they are, Chai is meant to function as a safe space for people who don't otherwise have an outlet to participate in that authenticity. I am forever grateful once again to the amazing guests that came on for this season. Each is an absolute gem and I am beyond honored to have been given the opportunity to speak with them, to meet them, to become friends with them. So no, I did not apologize to the people who told me that my show was angry or aggressive because I am angry and I am aggressive. And why should I be sorry for that? The way that our community resists change warrants anger. It warrants aggression. We should all be angry. But what is imperative to note is that I am using this platform to combat those feelings. And although I am angry, I'm also hopeful And I believe in change more than anything in this world. Change is inevitable. It is the law of nature. And through this show, I'm simply pointing out that it's already happening in the Baharian community and it's beautiful. With Chai Podcast, I'm simply doing my part to share the amazing, unique lives that people just like us are leading. That doesn't seem angry, does it? I did not apologize to those who said that I am disrespecting our culture or am incapable of understanding that this is the Baharian way, the traditional way, the cultural way. When I was younger, I watched a TED talk that Chimamanda Ngozi Adichie gave. I really hope I didn't butcher the name, but like literally every other TED talk, the hairs on the back of my neck were standing upright as she spoke. And she later adapted a written format of the talk and published We Should All Be Feminists. Before I recorded this episode, I revisited the piece and traced my previous annotations of the text, things I had underlined or made little notes next to. And it was ironic how I was going to underline the exact same portions and how relevant this text still is. She writes, culture does not make people. People make culture. So if it's in fact true that the full humanity of women is not our culture, then we must make it our culture. Now, although in our situation, the discussion is a broader one that of course encompasses feminism in addition to other topics, the same language can be applied here. Culture does not make people, people make culture. So if it's in fact true that the full humanity of every person in our Baharian community is not our culture, then maybe we must make it so. That doesn't seem disrespectful, does it? And I'm sure you can guess that I likewise did not apologize to the people who implied I had offended them by not sharing the whole story, as they said. 
The stories of Baharian people who have persevered and established themselves in the U.S. are welcome in every space, both in our community and in society at large. But haven't we been hearing those stories our entire lives? At Shabbat tables and during toasts, speeches, memorial services, isn't it always more or less the same stories? The stories of successful and accomplished entrepreneurs, those that start with once upon a time, or I guess more accurately, those that start with, you know, bro, I know this guy who blah, blah, blah. And then, of course, they end with happily ever after. Although I'm proud and honored to say that there are lots of people in our community who have achieved the shiny and desirable American dream, this space is meant for something very specific. Now, that doesn't mean that I aim to exclude or belittle the lives and opinions of those who are not mentioned on my show or whose stories are not highlighted here, nor am I trying to take away from their very real tribulations. I did not apologize to the people who expressed their disappointment because I am in fact not sharing the whole story. That isn't what this show is about. I'm shedding light on experiences that I feel deserve the limelight just as much as those stories that we always hear. How are the stories of my guests any different? What makes their happily ever after not just as worthy of conversation? To those who believe that this narrative simply does not exist anymore, that there are no fundamentalist Baharians left, that have said that this traditional mindset is very rare and most people in our community are modern and have adjusted to American society, seeking higher education, etc., Yes, but just because you aren't seeing it with your own eyes or you haven't experienced it or you don't know anyone who's experienced it, that doesn't mean that it does not exist. That's like if I would sit here and say, oh, well, anti-Semitism doesn't exist. Racism doesn't exist. I'm not racist. I've never experienced anti-Semitism. That isn't an accurate statement. That isn't a fair statement. Probably the most common question people have asked me is, why are you doing this? I feel like most of the time when people create, that usually is the initial response from those who cannot imagine doing something simply because they have a longing for it or a, a burning desire, no matter how cringe that sounds. It's, I mean, it's difficult to explain or put into words. And I never know what to say. I created Chai simply because I felt that I needed to. Are you doing this because you're bored? No, definitely not bored. I don't think that's it. Are you doing this for recognition? Is this ego-driven? That's not it either. Why are you doing this? I'm like, what's the point? Well, probably because I fucking can. More accurately, because others cannot or have not. And entirely because it is necessary for my personal future and for our collective future as a community. Allow me to give a bit of a public service announcement, a little bit of a PSA. If you have felt personally attacked or offended by the content of season one, I hope season two helped clarify that you are not listening closely enough. Sharing the spotlight with others only lets more people shine. That is the whole point of community and family. Leveling that playing field, creating a space for every individual in a community, validating each person's choices and life decisions. The purpose of Chai is to uplift voices of people within our community who love their Baharian culture and are making their own strides, creating their own paths. That does not mean that by not including all voices, I am trying to diminish those that we've already heard of. If someone is secure and stable in their life decisions and choices, why should hearing those of others feel 
disrespectful or hurtful. If you are incapable of being happy for somebody else or opening your mind and your heart to others, that seems like an issue that you're having with yourself, doesn't it? I'm simply trying to expand the spotlight because who's to say someone else's experiences are any less worthy. Kimberly Crenshaw, a black feminist author and icon, has articulated that the most effective way of adjusting or bettering a society is by identifying the most marginalized person in a community and finding a way to benefit them. In doing so, we'll be benefiting the society as a whole. Similarly here, we are collectively trying to benefit the marginalized members of our community, those whose voices have been silenced and experiences have been invalidated. In order to benefit our Baharian community as a whole, that doesn't seem hurtful, does it? And if in that process we are criticizing certain elements of our society, or if we're criticizing certain patterns, the critics are the ones who care. The people who are able to identify issues and search for solutions or work towards betterment are actually the people that care and love more than anyone because they are unwilling to stand idly by, no longer able to bite their tongue because at this point it is black and blue. Through Chai Podcast, we are shifting the perspective. We are shifting the focus. We are the voices of the future and we have an opportunity at this moment to adjust the trajectory to be more inclusive, more loving, more wholesome, more understanding, and more real. I'll see you next season, bitchy.